All right, Painkiller Nearly, episode 68. Welcome to the show. <laughs> For some reason, I thought Kyle would say something after that, but all right. You ready to do this, Taylor? Yeah, I'm ready. So Taylor was, All right, let's get it done then. Taylor made an effort to be here this week, in fairness. Yeah. He was like, hey, I can't be here tonight. Can we do it at three? And uh, I don't know if I said yes or not. I know, I think Kyle did. I, I don't recall. But um, I had to pick up hope. So I was like, hey, can we make it to two? And he just, he hasn't replied yet. I guess he's unavailable until three, so. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, big we, deal. We made yeah. an effort. Yeah, but I think he'll make more shows going forward. And that's a good thing. Yeah, we played some we played some zombies last night. Uh, the four of us, uh, Woody, Taylor, myself, and Chiz. Uh, we got to around tw- early, tw- low 20s, something like that. 22, 23, somewhere in something there. Something like on that. The, uh, My first game of the night was the first one I had been on top of zombies so far. Like it, I had four perks. I had two decent guns. Um, the only issue was I had a ray gun and a sniper, both of which good for killing things, but neither of which were good for points. And uh, nah, I, I I didn't want to like get rid of a good gun, but I also wasn't racking up the tons of points you need to. I like that wall gun for that. I like to to just walk around in circles for five minutes and turn around and spray the ten zombies I got and. I'm with you entirely, especially if you pack a punch or something and there's more ammo. You're definitely right, but it's hard to like throw a ray gun on the ground and pick up a wall gun. Yeah, I'd have thrown that sniper away. I I like the Dracon or Dragon, whatever it is. Drogon? I'm not sure. uh, Something like that. Who fucking knows? I think it's a made-up gun anyway. We should be able to pronounce it any way we want. So the the Drake, as I'm going to call it from henceforth, (laughs) uh, it's pretty sweet, but that ray gun is nice for like... It's those situations when you've got your train behind you and all of a sudden three pop up in front of you and you got to like, oh shit, I need to clear three guys real quick to keep from just dying here. I, but yeah, I, that's often the challenge I have. Like I, I hear, you know, oh no, what do you got to like stay right on the alley and then duck left at the end. And that gets you pretty far. But if you're in a spot where there's three guys in front of you, you don't have jug. Sometimes you right, can't you get around jug, them. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and, and and, you know, I'm sitting there like, all right, well, with this pistol, if I hit with every bullet, I can, you know, it's potentially what, like 1,000 points, 1,500 points at best. Uh, and then maybe you can buy a, a wall gun. And in this whole scenario, if you're in a high enough round, you probably haven't killed a zombie or not much. You know, you're just really working yeah. a train trying to stay alive without the ability to defend yourself. You can get into a hole if you go down early and you, and you miss that key point in the game where you need to get your jug and you need to get your gun. And uh, so, I like to get the juggernaut first and get a wall gun. That was the so the first time I I've only played four games. The first time I ever played, I knew nothing. Whatever, it's forgivable. The second time I played, it's like round eight or nine. Everyone else is powerful, and I'm like, oh wait, I thought we were puzzle solving. Like I I haven't been keeping up with this. At some point, we transitioned from the bullshit fuckery that is Black Ops Three Zombies, where every game starts with an hour worth of unfun. And then it's literally fifteen or twenty minutes. It, it really is. It is. It, yeah, I'm it's, sh- it it twenty five maybe. Like like it's it, <clears throat> and it's really lame. I feel like I feel like you should do have to do all that once. Like once you do it once, <laughs> okay. In the future, press Y to skip all that. Like, and, like I feel like we should just turn everything on. And I, I'm not, but the three of you are experienced at this. You're all like a, a, a well lubed team. Just you know, Chiz is like, all right, I can do like. Two of the, you know how you turn into that fucking chalupa monster and and hit the things. Yeah. Um, Chiz can do like a couple of them in one round, you know, two or three, mm-hmm. 
is one chalupa monster. I'm sure that's pronounced wrong. And uh, uh, that just, it, it goes quick. I, what I'm trying to say is it sucks and I am in the best environment possible. You know, it, it other people who maybe aren't as experienced at it, like me, but without my friends, they must suffer through that for an hour game. It really is awful. Um, I can't imagine what it would be like to be in there and do it. Uh, I can. I did it. Uh, we were in there for the first time, and, and we had Melissa, uh, Taylor's girlfriend, like watching a YouTube video and kind of talking us through how to do it. So it was really like, oh, shit, we ended the round too early. We're fucked. Like, we had to end multiple games, like like at round two, round three, and just start over again. Like Why would you have to just, do that? Just to get the... Because you have to use your beast modes efficiently. Like, you... But you, you get more every get round. Much... You, so I think, it, well, I think what you're saying yeah, is but... you didn't want to be in round five or something. It's still working. No. We, by round five, we wanted to be pack-a-punched. And, and you can do that. Like, that's, that's totally yeah, now that's it's always... the way it, I, We probably do it by round I think we do it by round two sometimes. Oh, something like are, that. Yeah. But it, it, it usually, well, usually there's some sort of trip-up that takes it to three or four. Like, oh, I know what it was. We didn't have as many people. There were three oh, of us, not oh, okay. four, so it stretches it out a bit. It's it. That's another thing. When there's when, when there's one person versus two and three, like not only do the zombies change, but the amount of beast modes, obviously, and the and the amount of times you can use them per round, maybe. It's all fucking. It's too complicated. That's oh. too complicated. I shouldn't need to know all this. Yeah. And and, and just the, the steps in the uh, to the ritual. Like I know them now. I could do every one of the rituals. I can do every one of the um, the boxes and machines. I can turn them on, but it took teens of hours of playing to get that down i don't know at all but my complaint isn't specifically the complexity it's that it's not fun you, you know like mm -hmm. it it's a pain in the ass that you have to endure every game and uh yeah that's been my issue with a it lot really of is like a like ascension right i don't find the startup to like getting the power turned on and stuff I, I can't even think of it right now but i never found it really overburdensome you know but the start of many zombies, like I want to pop in and play the game. It can uh, ratchet up in difficulty, but it should be fun. And you can you can jump right into Rise. I feel like I feel like oh yeah, you know the power and the like the teleporter is so simple. It's just like click click and it's on, click click and it's on. All the machines are really close to each other. There's a central area. Like I like to Rise a lot. Hmm. It's, I, it's not. I don't. I don't like like when there's a whole puzzle to turning all the power on and getting basic shit. I feel like the puzzle that we do to just to get uh, pack a punch on, and then um, you know, there's also the puzzle to get that uh, Cthulhu gun that's like wrapped around your arm like Chiz mm -hmm. had, and then there's another puzzle to get the shield, and then there's another puzzle the to get that uh, that Sentry man, the uh, the whatever the Securitron patroller, whatever he's called, uh -huh. and. Uh, I don't feel like any of those things are worth the amount of effort we're putting in and the lack of fun that we're having while we're doing it. Chiz does I, After all the bullshit that... Yeah, Chiz, Chiz does, does most, most of Yeah, them, he does yeah. all those the, those other ones that don't require us. He totally does. And then he greedily takes his Cthulhu gun. <laughs> I don't feel like that, that's Did you greedy. see him using that? No. Did you see him use it? Oh, it's so cool. It, like, shoots a... It creates a portal out there that, like, sucks all the zombies into it and just they just disappear. Like, it, it's an area of effect weapon, really. Like, anything near it, every time he shoots, gets sucked but in and dies. But it's eight shots and then gone? Like, I don't know how many shots. It, uh, he might have said eight. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think he said he... I know he said he used, like, eight on me to get me up all those times. 
But yeah, I had fun. I, I like playing zombies with all of us, uh, or at least with four people. Like, I don't really care what the lineup is, but I like uh, I like the new zombies. Once it gets rolling, and you, and you know, you get a gun and you get Juggernaut, and it's like let's fight now. That which takes twenty or thirty minutes. That that's there's where a, I was preamble. Even even Ascension, which is the one I played the most because I like it the most. I really like the um, the cowboy one too. Dead Dead Reckoning, maybe I forget. Um, yeah, but. Uh, it just I, I wish that it got rolling a little quicker, you know, like, it, you know, the games, they start off like they're black and white, you, you, you know, shoot, shoot, knife, shoot, shoot, oh, knife, that... trying to maximize your points. That whole process, I wish we could start from a save or something and just be like, all right, let's start at round five. You know, where everyone's like hmm. in a decent spot, like if I could just skip the first door opening points and shit like that, I, I, I don't I would... mind that, but like. I'm trying. I, I don't remember the map names, but basically, I, I don't mind earning enough points to open doors to get to new parts of the map, and I don't mind, uh, you know, doing some sort of basic map interaction to turn power on. Like, like if you push a thing and it falls over, and now all of a sudden you can walk over a creek, or if you uh, shoot a box and now the electricity comes on. All that's cool, but but what I don't like is like you literally have to turn into a monster and in sequence hit all these grates. But to to like utilize your monster to the the way you should, and then you got to pick the pieces up and go assemble them correctly, and then a ritual starts where you're locked in a room for ninety seconds, and you got to walk in a circle and not kill the witches, and then you get a slug, but be careful because every time you get a slug, you also get a margwa monster or whatever, and he's gonna stomp your ass out if you're not careful, and then you got to assemble all the slugs underground in hell. And then somehow you get to upgrade your weapon if you're lucky enough to survive all that. And that's the part that's where, that's when the game gets fun. When that when that first pack a punch thing comes that comes out of the machine, I'm like, yeah, look at my gun, everybody, it's green now. Like that's when the game's fun when you can really dominate zombies um, and like blow them up with one shot. I I enjoy that part of the game, but it takes 25 minutes to get there, and that's kind of frustrating. Yeah, yeah, I I just think that's too long. But so are, who was the shoot? Let's talk about this Planned Parenthood thing. Who okay, I don't know anything about the shooter. Uh, We're very proud of him. He's I've, from North Carolina. <laughs> I've heard. So here's the two things that I have heard. Go on. Uh, a lot of nut jobs up there. I hear. Hmm. Um, so I, I know that one of those polit conservative politicians mentioned that the guy was transgendered. But it seems to me, from what what I've read and heard, that he, that the only thing making him even seem transgendered was that like he filled out some card and wrote woman instead of man which based on everything else they've described about this guy just seems like his kind of like fuck you to anybody who would try to like be a census taker or like put him on a list he seemed like a real outsider cabin in the woods kind of old guy who like had been alienating people for his entire life and uh and just fucking snapped and I, I guarantee that this wouldn't have happened if you didn't have people like Sean Hannity, um, Rush Limbaugh, and, and really the whole conservative party out there demonizing things like Planned Parenthood, telling outright right lies like Carly Fiorina. I'm going on a tangent here, but but tell me more about this guy. What is there anything I, I didn't know about him? So I think I the transgender thing is just complete Ted Cruz bullshit. It was Ted Cruz who said that, and. He said something like, you know, for all we know, this guy's a liberal, transgender, left wing, something or other. And in my like observation, that's an attempt to sort of push away attention from the fact that 
he was probably motivated and encouraged by some people on the right. You know, this is the Republicans. They've yeah, been the rhetoric of the party. They've been demonizing Planned Parenthood in a huge way. By the way, they just ended the, um, there was some sort of like, I don't want to say insight, but like look into what was up with Planned Parenthood. Like there was a Senate inquiry. That's what it was. A Senate inquiry into Planned Parenthood. And it was just a political show election year bullshit where they were going to like look and see what Planned Parenthood does as if there's any question. They hand out a ton of birth control and do some abortions. And somehow the abortions aren't federally funded. But that's a gray line because like if I was like, Kyle, listen, I don't fund your games. Now, I fund everything else about your life, but I, I don't fund your gaming hobby. You're like, all right, well, fuck. That sure makes it easy for me to fund my gaming hobby, given that it's the only thing I pay for by myself. You know, it, it's not... So the fact that we don't fund abortions federally, eh, like, you see where I'm coming from? Like, there's... Totally. You, if you fund everything else, then you're kind of making it easy. Yeah. For that other yeah, you make it real easy for me to afford abortion when I don't have to pay utilities or or for any other of the procedures or activities or overhead or staffing or insurance or like any of the other things it takes to run a giant organization like like, like that. So yeah, I totally see that. Personally, I don't fucking care. Maybe some federal money should go to some abortions. There's a there's a lot of kids out there that don't need a don't need to be born. Uh, I know a bunch of them. <laughs> so all right, so the you guy was from North Carolina. <laughs> he lived in Colorado. He um. Uh, when he did it, he was yelling something about like stop selling baby parts, and uh, that to me is the smoking. No shit! It, did he really say that? Yeah, it's like the oh. Allah Akbar of the right wing. Like, oh, I see. If you're fussing about selling baby parts, which by the way is not a true thing, uh, if you're out there and you're a little confused, it's not a true thing. I want to circle back to that, um, but. Uh, he he said something along the lines of, you know, stop selling baby parts as he was shooting the thing. He got two kills and a couple of injuries. Um, it, it, so we, I feel like if he was yelling Allah Akbar, we would all immediately jump to the, not just conclusion, but like we, we would know in our hearts that it was a Muslim terrorist, right? Because that's who yells Allah Akbar while they kill people. If he's yelling, yeah. stop selling baby parts, that is a lie that was put out during a Republican debate by Carly Ferrarina or Ferrarina, something like that. Ferrona. Close enough. We don't need to get her name right. Like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. You know, me and names. Anyway, longtime viewers Carly, know. Carly, the horse-faced lady. <laughs> so she put that out there. And because it's popular amongst the base, you don't want to really be the Republican that says, you know what, let's stay truth-based. That's why it's so tempting when when they say things like, you know, Obama's a terrorist. He's a secret treason guy or uh, what is a treason person who commits treason called? Not a treasoner. Traitor? Let's go with that. Yeah. You know, Obama is a secret traitor. Obama is a Muslim. He's secretly part of ISIS. You, know, you say that. And there are some on the right who are really enthusiastic and happy to hear that. It's a message that resonates with them. So if you're running for office, it's a tough spot to be in to say, no, 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 no. Look, let's just get this right. He's an American. He's on America's side. I don't agree with everything he says, but let's admit his heart is pro-American. They don't want to hear that. So, yeah, Republicans are mostly distancing themselves from this guy, but not much. They went days without saying a word. Um, then they're calling him that. a loon, and but not really. They're not defending. Huckabee, I think Huckabee. 
was the first. I think Huckabee said uh, something like, you know, it, that it was domestic terrorism. I, I think he called it domestic terrorism. Yeah. I feel like, look, it's awful and everything, but nowadays it takes so little to be like a national tragedy, a major news story. You know, when I was a kid, if two people got caught in a Philadelphia shooting, it was like, dude, I, I don't give a fuck. Is there any other news? Of course, too. It's like a rainy day. You know, it I'm pretty sure all there the are time. dozens of people shot every weekend in Chicago. Like, like, like I, every Monday or Tuesday, I'll see on Reddit like, and they'll kind of point this out from this in the same way that that you're pointing that out. They'll they'll say there'll be something where three people got shot and it's being really blown out of proportion. And they'll say, by the way, 28 people shot this weekend in Chicago. You know, it's like crazy numbers like that in multiple cases. Like I remember around some holiday, maybe July 4th, there were like there were a couple dozen um, like violent crimes in Chicago that weekend that weren't any kind of a story. Unless I misinterpreted his meeting, a chiz was like, dude, these mass shootings are getting out of control. Mass shooting? Two. Yeah. Two people died. Like, I, shootings are down right crime is going down in america shootings are going down in america i feel like if you fast forward america 40 or 50 years we'll be sweden shutting down prisons you know like get sweet one of those nordic states uh you know they, they're shutting down their prisons they just don't have enough criminals anymore their crime rates are insanely low they're in some ways a nirvana that's where we're trending on this thing our health care with obamacare is a little more state mandated regulated our crime is down our shootings are down you wouldn't think it by the news but they're down yeah, so it's just like the the i feel like at one point child abductions were really hot on the news it seems like you would hear about a new pretty blonde girl going missing every two weeks like it was around that natalie holloway was the first one she went down to aruba on some kind of spring break she was a total slut uh, <laughs> nobody wanted to call her out on hey it. we like sluts on this show we like sluts on this <laughs> show but 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 i mean maybe if you're like it if you're shit it's gonna happen it's risky behavior off, if you're in another country and you're just hooking up with some random dudes <clears throat> you just met and like leaving your safe group and like going off randomly with these random dudes you just met like chances are some bad things could happen like like you're it you're increasing your risk of bad things happening and, and you know she got kidnapped and killed and later turned out that Vandersloot guy had like killed multiple women and was just a, a real scary kind of guy but in any case like child abductions got really hot around that time and I remember it was always a white kid every time and it would be a national news story and then you'd see someone point out the hypocrisy of that on Facebook Reddit whatever and they would say by the way like four black kids got kidnapped this week like they're all missing we're not gonna find them they're gone but but like this one white girl who was like it turns out is like actually running away from home and it's like another balloon boy scenario or something is getting like, like all the anchors are like and the search for little <laughs> jessica still goes on Chappelle had a routine on that he he he, he had these facts but yeah he was like i, I forget who was caught oh, yeah, but there was yeah. some pretty blonde girl who got caught and they took her eight miles away and he's like, eight miles away? You can't hold me eight miles. That's my bus stop, nigga. <laughs> you know, like, I'm just going to go. And then um, there was a, another girl. She was black. 
She got abducted. They chewed through the ropes. She That's chewed right. through the ropes. She got out. She went home. She told the police. They caught him that afternoon. Barely made the news. Because, you know, yes. it, it just, I don't know, not, not as big a story, I guess. Is I like that story. I think that one's cool. Oh, no. I, I think he was pointing out that, like, the black kids were better at escaping than white kids. Because he was like, he was like they were on the news that night. Like, like it was over. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that, that um, I can't remember the name of that chick who was kidnapped. And uh, it seems like it was out in the Midwest, like, you. Utah or some, something like that. I don't know if that's considered Midwest, but in there somewhere, in that center part of the country, that flyover part, uh, and they just they had like kept her for a long period of time, really close Six to her months. house. Six months, eight miles. What a shitty... like! like she, at some point, you got to lay some of that on her, right? I, you know, like, I, I think we should praise her. She was an outstanding prisoner. right? You really uh, couldn't ask for any more. I'm going to tell you, like you couldn't... If you took me six miles from here and I, i'm thinking in my head i'm imagining my local geography and six miles in every direction like i, I I'd, I'd be like shit in that highway 77 fuck y'all if i can just crawl out of here I, I mean i know those people at that gas station over there like like i can't imagine being and they would leave her like during the day she mm -hmm. had like kind of free run of the house it seemed i, I couldn't believe that that, that she had been it, it seemed really weird uh, that 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 she wasn't in a cage somewhere in a basement. She was just kind of hanging out at six miles away. That's what it, it seemed more like. She was hanging out with some with I, some weird dude. I'd love to get her on the show and ask what was going through her head. You know, I, like, I think she she I think she did some big interview, and I remember she got a big. I I, I kind of remember her getting like a big payday. It was one of those things where like everybody wanted the story, and like I don't know, Diane Sawyer eventually got it or whoever the fuck, and she got a couple million maybe for talking and speaking out for it. Um, Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I'll be six months prisoner. For yeah, a couple you, million. Yeah, yeah. Get get on that. Like, <laughs> like kidnap me, hold me hostage, make me wear that silly like Mormon dress or whatever she was wearing. I'll do all that stuff. Magic if underwear, I, you name it. Get to talk. <laughs> yeah, if I get to talk to Diane Sawyer at the end and get a few million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I'm down I, for that. I, I really had a hard time feeling sorry for that girl because it seemed like she was just really shitty at being a person. I, I was like, does she have a learning disorder? And they never. And then I heard her talk, and she seemed like she was all there. So it was just like, you're just real bad at getting away, huh? Like, <laughs> like you, you I, I couldn't wrap my head around that one. It almost seemed like she was just hanging out with some weird people for a while, and then cried, kidnapped. But back to this Colorado guy. Like, I, I think the story's gone now. Like, from what I can see. Now it's funny because the non Patreons won't have this for like a week or and a half or something. I think it takes a week, so they'll hear this in a week. And I bet the story is beyond dead as they're listening to this. Probably I, so. You never know who. All it would take is somebody to pick it up and run with it. Like if Clinton thought that this would be something that she could uh, use in some way, and they sunk, God knows how much money she's got in her treasury. If they sunk ten million dollars into pushing this, maybe it gets some traction. I don't know. Do I, I don't think it's really much of a story because if you don't have. Honestly, you don't have victims that are that the media can hold in front of you and and sell newspapers and so, and get people to sit in front of TV sets and listen to them cry about it. Like I, the the media really wants to blow every little thing out of proportion, and and that's what they're that's how they make money, right? Like if you're not watching, if the, they're just like Donald Trump, everything's the worst. This is the worst thing <laughs> they've ever been. It's a terrible day, a disaster. Well, and in fact. <laughs> The, the guy who owns the network is like, yes, yes, disaster. 
I love Trump's best and worst stuff. It kills me. It's like, I've got one of the best memories that mankind knows, right? I, my memory is outstanding. And then like, I was reading this thing today about what a bullshitter he is. And it's interesting. They're like, he's not a liar. Because a liar at least kind of like knows he's trying to get away with a thing. Like, he's a bullshitter. He tries to con- a whole world of bullshit like he doesn't care what's true and what's not he true in such generalities though that it's really hard to, to... I have some examples oh, I, okay so, so okay um this new jersey thousands of people cheering on 9-11 right okay he's just running with this bullshit in a way that i wouldn't want my president to do like you can't just be wrong about something and just keep like i'll never back down from my bullshit it's not true. And he's like, well, this happened in 2001. You have to realize that was 14 years ago. 14 years ago wasn't like now. You know, there's there weren't phones with cameras all over the place. There weren't, you couldn't just press a button and watch a video. 14 years ago was a very different time. Oh, horseshit. No, if I had a camera phone at the time. Lots not of people in had. In 2001? A video, uh, like, like, so I, I got, I did. I, got, I don't know if everyone did. I was so early. I, I had this blue flip phone that was one of the earlier video ones, right? And I didn't get that until like I paid like three hundred dollars for it in two thousand four, I guess. I think it was two thousand four, mm. two thousand. It was two thousand four before I had a video I, phone that was worth. I his just shit. kind of objected to him saying two thousand one was like a pre-video time in our lives. It really wasn't. I. I think to the point it is, I think he's right about this. Ah. I'm thinking back to the phones I had okay. back then. They were all like those shitty like uh, LED screen. What, what was it when it was just like like, like a pale, like a calculator? Like what, what, what do you call those screens? Um, the, the liquid crystal ones? Well, yeah, LCD. They're, they're okay, still yeah. LCD now, I think. No, they're LED. You know, I, I, ha- know. I had one of those little Sony uh, Ericsson bullshit brick phones, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I wasn't snapping pictures. And, most, and even my friends, like none of us had that. I had a trio or something like that. Uh, Is that a... um, It was like a Palm Pilot. The first Palm Pilot phone. Yeah. Yeah. My friends had those, but that was in 2005. By 2005, I think I had an iPhone. I guess that was the first iPhone. We were hearing about the iPhone, but like everybody that had the like Palm Pilots and Blackberries were like, piece of shit. Yeah, who wants that? They they were all like poo pooing the thing because they all had these corporate deals with uh, with the um, like everybody in the corporation had a uh, a Blackberry, I guess, or maybe it was oh. that Treo thing. I don't know I, the difference. iPhone was two thousand seven, so I could be off. You know, maybe even two thousand one. Maybe I mean, video. being off by two years, a man of your of your. Uh, <laughs> I've got the like world's greatest a, memory. <laughs> yeah, it's like a quarter. You're off like a quarter of a percent. That's not a big. <laughs> um, so uh, I, look. Oh, look, here's I don't another know where one. He saw, here's the, the real one. point is like, where did he see these people cheering it? Like he saw him like from Trump Tower. He was looking down with some binoculars. So, like, was he in Jersey at the time? Like, so he's somewhere near the Mason Dixon line. It's a different story. And okay. he says, um, "There's a plaque on there." And it's like many great Americans died here, north and south, so many that the river turned red. And historians have looked into this and said it's just not true. There was no major battle at this site. The plaque is bullshit. And Trump responds by saying, how do you know it's not true? How do you know this was bullshit? Were you there? There's just kind of a, uh, you know, like, hey, I declare what's truth around here. I don't Hmm. care what historians are saying. 
you, you can't it's very difficult to prove a negative to prove that something's not true and yeah. that's what he relies on all the time you know what oh prove i didn't see it I can't prove you didn't do something. You need to prove you did. That's how everything works. Prove there was no battle here. Well, shit. How does one go about proving a lack of battle? You know, Trump was using that same argument you're making right now for years wanting to see that fucking birth certificate. Yeah. But the... (laughs) Wait. He was saying prove that you weren't... That that he's doing what I'm accusing him of doing. He was saying prove you're not Kenyan. And he'd be like, well, here's my, you know... Hawaiian birth certificate. No, no, no. Prove the long form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's (laughs) he asks people to prove a negative, and when they can't, because it's impossible. You can't prove your goldfish doesn't fly when you're not around, right? When nobody's looking, that thing could be flying. There is no proof that it's not, and he relies on that constantly because he's a bullshitter. And at first, I was like, you know, I get the Trumps a joke and like all these other issues but he's not my least favorite candidate no no We've now he's times, but he, he's slipping into being one of my least favorite candidates. ah no nah, don't 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 let see they're, they're they're just picking at him they're 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 he's getting asked a lot of questions so he's having to give a lot of responses and, and he's just gonna step in shit every now and then like i'm sure most of the time he's flying by the seat of his pants he doesn't seem like a well rehearsed guy some of these politicians you ask them a question and they got a canned answer like mm-hmm, that and mm-hmm. it's nice and it's it if you pay attention you'll be like that's a canned answer but it, but it'll still like get there it, it'll kind of switch things around and you know it'll be an immigration question and they'll turn it around and make it about religion or planned parenthood or something and they'll get their point across and like their positions across and the way they differentiate differenti- differ from the other candidates but trump just kind of just feels like he's from the seat of his pants most of the time he'll just start talking to those broad stroke generalities about oh i'll be great at the military well what are you gonna do about isis i'm gonna bomb the shit out of them well, what are you going to do about the economy? Oh, economy. <laughs> Who better? I'm going to make big deals. Big deals. Like, like you know, he's got nothing. Yeah. He's got no, like, The people doing numbers. it now are dumb. I am widely regarded as one of the smartest people ever, so I'll be great. I'll be so much better than these. I'm going to put smart people in these roles, right? That's yeah. the kind of shit he says. And Well, I don't know. So You often see, like, the appointments to some of those cabinet positions and, and you know, the uh, the little, little uh, rungs of the ladder below below each of them. And they, they, they're also interconnected, and so it seems like such a buddy-buddy system. Ambassadors, maybe. maybe but... Definitely ambassadors. But I, I feel like cabinet positions, even. Like, 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 like the, the, whoever the fuck's running the energy department is probably some sort of Obama crony, right? They probably... He was probably part of a community organizing in Chicago back in the day or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't... I- I don't think so. I think that in the major positions, they put the most qualified people so that they have a good legacy and they, they do a good job. And how do you explain so many minorities in those positions? You can't. <laughs> oh. I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he might have some ground to stand on there when he's saying that he would maybe put people in there who would do a better job. Maybe. I, maybe. I've never been less enthusiastic about a a field of presidential candidates in my of life. Of course, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't care about, like, there's nobody out there who I'm like, that's the guy who will Dude, like. Obama? I wanted him to win. Like, I liked him more. I thought he'd, I, I thought. Here's a question. He would do a good you job. Want, would, you, would you take an Obama third term yeah. over? Yep, yep. I, I would, would too. too right? Yeah, yeah. I'd take like, Obama and, and um, Bill Clinton. 
I I think they were both actually pretty darn good presidents. They did, yeah. you know, and then you, you look at like, <clears throat> we'll see what happens after Obama, but what happened after Clinton is the shit hit the fan. All of a sudden, we're going to war for no fucking reason. You know, we, we were paying off the deficit so quickly under Bush that there was arguments on CNBC about whether we were paying off the deficit too fast. And George W. Bush ran on this campaign of, hey, you know what? You deserve some of that money back. Why are you paying down the national debt? Why? Why? We should put that money back in your pocket, right? And then when the economy tanks, the argument switches. Oh my God, you guys need a tax cut, don't you? You know, we need a tax cut to reinvigorate the economy. And it's like, you know, this is a this is a pill that you assigned for every disease. Are things going too well? Take well, a tax cut. Are things going rough? Take one. While there aren't any candidates out there that I feel like speak for me really well or uh, any that I'm excited about or any that I really want to win, um, I feel like it's one of the more entertaining uh, cycles. Like when you had Al Gore and the Republican and side, anyway, Al Gore was such a bore. Like, like you had one way to make fun of him, make fun of how fucking boring he is. And that, that's all you could do the whole time. Like every time SNL would lampoon that guy, he was just a real boring guy. And. Bush, I, at least you could you could have some fun with. He was hilarious with his made up words and his and his just whole attitude and his his. his that's uh, not what I look for in a president, but it, he, I, not a president. I'm looking for good entertainment. Like like okay. this new, this this election cycle is one of the more entertaining ones in a while. You've got nut jobs like like Carson out there, le not leading but up there in the polls. They have to discuss this lunatic because he's polling so well amongst Republicans. He's in second. If Trump falls off, because he's getting all this negative press right now, if the negative press actually impacts him this time, and there's no guarantee it will. Don't think it will. Okay. I, I, I don't know, but it's not a bad... I feel like Trump supporters, like whatever percentage, like, like whatever, he's, if he's polling at 25%, then that 25%, they they don't care. They believe those uh, Muslims were, were cheering. They, they want to go get them. I want to circle back to that. But uh, um, uh, if Trump falls off, then Carson's in first. And you've got another crazy head. You know, it, it, the, neither of them know foreign policy very well. I, I, uh, so I was reading this thing, and I thought it was super interesting. So they were talking about how people's standard for evidence or standard of proof is so much lower when it backs up what they already know. And I guess this is common knowledge. As, as I say it, I'm like, well, duh. or what they already believe, right? So, like, like for example, my parents are very religious, and um, they they get an like even a hint or a shred of something that turned out. Oh, the things they they believe the Bible predicted things that happened in America, right? America's not really mentioned in the Bible. But they see it. They see that, oh, the, the Bible defined Obama as the Antichrist. I think that's the thing that they've told me. The mark of the beast potentially being an iWatch um, the, or a credit card or those freaking cards. ID you, chips. ID chips for sure. That's, that, if that happens, then that's the mark of the beast. Um, they, they see, I don't know, like it, catastrophes mentioned like some you know the noah's ark flood so or something if if there were some sort of like uh if they saw something on the history channel that that maybe suggested the earth was only six thousand years old they'd be like oh yeah instant belief like like, like you, you would have a real easy time convincing them of that any evidence that that supported that a, a, a young earth theory was real like you see this rock right here proves it and they'd be like yeah it does doesn't it uh-huh 
Yeah. I believe you. Right. I Look at the way Robinson. people hold bananas or something. That's proof of intelligent design. Um, but then I turn that same magnifying glass on myself. And I don't think I'm innocent of this either. I, I think that if you take one of my predefined beliefs, you know, like Bernie Sanders, while I don't agree with most of his stuff, operates from a point of moral authority, right? He's doing what he thinks is right and and is uncompromising in that. I think it doesn't take much to get that reinforced in my head or anything, I believe. I wish I had a better example, but like, you know, I believe that, I don't know, George W. Bush was incompetent and not actually very smart. There's a lot of evidence that points to counter that. I mean, he graduated, he has like two Ivy League degrees. Um, he comes from a family of smart people. So just genetically, you wouldn't think he'd be a complete dodo, right? Like there's a lot of evidence that George W. Bush, while kind of stumbled on his words, wasn't dumb, mm -hmm. you know, and in in his earlier days, like when he was running for governor of Texas, he, he actually spoke pretty well back then, too. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, he stopped doing the cocaine. <laughs> now, I, see, I'm ready to be like, well, that makes sense. It probably was his cokehead days. Where yeah, his... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could believe that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I can believe that is so perfect. I feel like everyone does this or most people do this to some extent you know that yeah i could believe that if this fits into your system of beliefs then you're completely lined up with it the people that think that trump is pure because he funds his own campaign the people that think that you know carson is this great guy in spite of like what he, he got money from like fraud health companies that's how he got rich uh, for a decade he claims he didn't didn't ever he lied about his relationship with them but it doesn't take much. You know, he could just deny it. He could just, yeah, that's not true. And people will be like, all right, good enough for me because it, it, it lines up with their system of predefined beliefs. Yeah, I, I, I think you're going to have a hard time. Like, I feel like Trump supporters um, aren't going to believe any of that silliness about him. And if they if they heard it, they might think, yeah, good for him. Yeah, like, like not, not specifically a lie, but if they heard something bad about Trump that maybe a, a liberal would think was a bad thing, his supporters see those as like his good things. If they heard, if they found out he was a racist, like if they if they found out he dropped an n bomb and like like ordered In like, a private like fired conversation some, or something. Yeah, yeah, right. they'd be like, yeah, Trump's one of us. That's what I like to hear. Drop like my president dropped few n bombs. That's what I like. To Nixon see. did, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm sure they all have. I doubt Obama dropped. Well, maybe Obama drops the most I'm, amongst yeah, friends, yeah. you know, for all like, I know. Maybe in his cabinet meeting, it's just in bomb, in bomb. <laughs> but it's all positive, you know, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, that's I don't know. I doubt that's true. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that's true, too. I, he, he's, it seems formal, but who knows? Um, yeah, I. I I, I've never been less enthusiastic about a batch of presidents. There's no one out be... there that I want to win. Nope, nope. Um, maybe something crazy will happen and, and we will get a, a third term. Or maybe uh, maybe somehow Biden will get sucked into this thing. Even though he said he's not, and, you know, I know his son passed away. Uh, I think maybe he was going to if his son hadn't passed away. That, that was my prediction months ago that Biden was going to jump into the race and he was going to win. There's literally a filing date. I don't know if it's too late or not, but it might be. It, it might have been November 15th. What, uh, is it um, someone could name him a VP and then they could do some switcheroo stuff though, right? Oh, I'm not familiar with that. It sounds like maybe you read something. I didn't read anything. I'm just, oh. I'm just. 
Oh, no, nah, that's some, that's a real tricky thing. Like it named yeah, him VP. Yeah, well, that's what they did on Battlestar Galactica. And then I and then I agree to step down <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they did on Battlestar. It worked out great. They had to get President Roslin back in, and you know, it maybe that maybe they'll pull that maneuver. Uh, no, I'd like to see him involved somehow. I, I, even though, like, I feel like he's as as uh, as poor of a public speaker as George Bush ever was. I feel like he's. He's had. I remember the debates, the the, v, the vice presidential debates, and I don't remember who the VP candidate was last time around. Was it Cruz or or Paul Ryan? Ryan. Paul Ryan. Paul. He's a good speaker. He was good. I thought he was good in the debates. I think they they eventually said that um, Biden won, mm -hmm. but there were like three or four gaffes in there where I felt like Biden just said silly stuff and, and made himself look kind I, of dumb. I feel like once you're tagged with something, then. Like they just oh there he goes again you know big deal dude the, he keeps doing that creepy thing with those little girls yeah right this guy put if he like poses with the family and puts his hand on a on a young girl's shoulder like like twelve That's or what something he does. he's he'll be he's like getting he's like whispering in their ear and like pulling them close and like laughing in their ear and kissing them and stuff and they're all uncomfortable and I've seen it I, I like don't at know least about twice. the kissing I, I, I've seen him kiss twice and the other and where and, like here. No, like on the cheek, like like he could like kiss him on the cheek, and like the little girl's just like ah, she's like totally not comfortable with it. Yeah, because I don't, he might not know how repulsive old people are to young people. Yeah, I bet they <laughs> smell like death. When you're 12 and someone's 60, it's like oh my god, like don't. 60, he's 70. He's he's got that extra old smell. Like, he probably like, you does. Don't want that on yeah, you. yeah. But I bet in his head he's like, oh yeah, like I'm smelling fresh today. Got some. Got some Old talc spice. on. Got some, <laughs> some talc? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, seventy, not seven hundred. <laughs> what's the uh, like? I got some like that medicated gold bond on me. Ah, like yeah. I, smell I smell shower fresh. Huh. Smell like mothballs. Hey, that's what old <laughs> people smell like a lot. Like if you see old people out because they don't leave their house much, they've got their clothes that they would wear out. You know, in the closet with the mothballs. So you'll sm the old people to me smell like mothballs. And it, you can just smell a little bit of death on them, just a little. <laughs> like, like it's a, it's kind of a a soury, um, a, kind of a sour, uh, sickly smell, like like rotting fruit that that in the kitchen. Yeah, that's what old people smell like. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Some do. I don't even know. I, 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 so I didn't have any old people. I didn't have any grandfathers, but my grandmother smelled just over perfumed. That was what they smelled like. Yeah. My and grandpa smelled like Old Spice. He was a big... That's back in fashion. I feel like teenagers smell like Old Spice well, now, too. Well, and it's delicious. Well, I mean, I use Old Spice deodorant, but it doesn't smell like what, what he used. He had that... It almost looked like ceramic uh, like bottle of Old Spice that you like dabbed on your hands and like, like the aftershave or whatever, and it's got a very distinctive smell. Mm. Um, but but yeah, he he always smelled like old spies, and grandma mostly smelled like vodka all the time. Like, I don't know why. No, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I don't remember no what sense. she smelled like. I don't think she had a specific smell or anything. But uh, but some old people definitely do stink. They they have a smell. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it is. I read one time on Reddit there was an article about what old people smell was, and they 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 had an answer that that that, that made sense. I don't recall what it is, but yeah, old people definitely do have a unique smell. Huh. Oh, I want to research it. I'll have to look maybe into it's that. Some, maybe it's some... I, it sounded like they were sci there was like some scientific reason. Like, you know how baby poop doesn't smell for the first whatever few days because there's no bacteria in their system? It's yeah, disgusting initial, to look at, though. I wouldn't know. I don't think I've ever actually uh, 
but I don't think I've ever been any part of baby poop. People try to get me whole babies and shit, and I'm just not up for it. Jeremy came over to my dad's shop the other day and was like, and he, he was like, blah, 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 blah. you want hold this baby? I gotta go do a thing. He sounded a little bit like Elvis there. I don't know. There, <laughs> oh, hold this baby, <laughs> but, but the dad's like, no. I'm not going to hold your baby while you go work on a tractor. That's your responsibility. Like, well, don't be bringing no babies over here to be handing out. <laughs> <laughs> your dad tells it like it is, it sounds like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, dad's very blunt with Jeremy and uh, Jeremy's friend, Josh. Uh, whenever they, they do, he's, he's like, I got a shit list and, and you're on it right now. He's like, I'm going to put it right up here. He writes Jeremy's name on and magic marker on the side of the shop. He writes Jeremy's name. He goes, he, he draws a line. He's like, on this side is the shit list. On this side is the good list. Here you are. One point for the shit list. <laughs> <laughs> now, you got to do one good thing for me to get off that. Because what had happened is like, I don't know, Jeremy had borrowed some money or he had borrowed a tr he borrowed dad's truck and then did something rough with it. Like when it came back, the, the toolbox had slid all the way to the, you know, back on the bed, which meant he had to like, like really accelerate fast to like make the toolbox slide. And as all right, there you go. One, one. And he returned it in that condition. Yes. Yeah. So he, he didn't notice. He didn't notice that. Oh, okay. Because um, he just went to town and came right back. Um, Dad's like, see, you've been hot rodding my truck around town. He's like, you just went to the gas station to get some cigarettes and look at this. He's like, one point for the shit list. And then there was another time Jeremy was supposed to help him uh, work on uh, work on a truck. He's like, he's like, you said you were coming. You were supposed to be here. You went off with that little girl. One more point to the shit list. <laughs> he's he's literally got a list up there where, where, where Jeremy and Josh have like, they're in the shit list right now. I <laughs> I keep a shit list too. I oh, oh. And, and how people got on it. Doctor Shiv, on the shit list. There's some guy's Steam ID on there because he's killed Colin. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he killed Colin. Hilarious. One of those guys just has a date and it's 2012. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, two, it's June of 2015. Okay. Yeah. Here's a guy who got put on the shit list and then it looks like he donated $10 during a live stream to get ah. off it. Yeah, a betrayal in something or another and he paid $10 it, to get a, off Yeah, it. he That's betrayed me in survival games and then he paid $10 and got uh, off the list. I can't believe you have a list. <laughs> Man's got to have a shit list. Ask Dad. <laughs> He'll tell you. Yes, so. He wrote his right on the side of the fucking shop, though. So. I feel like that's a commitment. I like that. I, I, I went over there the other day, and I saw a little piece of engineering that I thought you might find was funny. That So my dad's friend has um, a gas tank that goes in an old Chevelle or something like that. It's a steel gas tank. And on the inside, it was disgusting. It had been sitting so long. It had, like, lots of rust in there and bad gas. So they got all the bad gas out, but it's still just covered in rust on the inside of the gas tank. So they lashed the gas tank to a tractor tire, like the back tire of the tractor. Oh, my. They raised the tractor up off the ground, put it in low gear, and now it's rotating. And they fill the, the gas tank up with a couple pounds of sand and a couple pounds of gravel. And it's just sitting there spinning, tumbling. And every... And, and like, like, like a little palmful of like sand and rust will fall out every time it makes a rotation, and it's just over there all day. They're polishing that fucking gas tank like that. I wonder how that works. I have no idea. Yeah, uh, I wonder what the inside will be like. I would have used a liquid, but I think theirs might be better. 
I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to get a flashlight and check it out tomorrow when I go over there. They've had it running for two days, though. I, I'd imagine it's probably polished up in there between the sand and the rocks. And I mean, it's just turning all day. Yeah. So loud. Yeah. I'd never seen anything like that. They, they basically made a giant rock tumbler. It's pretty cool. Huh. I'd never seen that before. I started carrying a flashlight recently. I use it every day. Like I wish I had a flashlight to carry. I need it so often. I here. I can show you. I can't find any of mine. I've got a couple. I I keep track of my pocket stuff. Like I don't really lose my keys or my knife or whatever. Like they're just permanently there. This thing, uh a mini ML, I guess. I was gonna do a video about my everyday carry. I looked into it and there's two kinds of like what I consider pocket carry flashlights. One has a double A battery and it's not as bright. Uh, it doesn't last as long, but it's a battery that you sort of bump into every day. You know, you might have some double A's, brand new ones in a drawer right now. Now this is a CR123 battery and it's brighter and it lasts longer, but you might not have any CR123 batteries. For some people that's a requirement, you know, to have everyday batteries. But I just bought $18 worth of them on Amazon. And now they're, you know, I, I keep a lot of batteries in my house. I have a, a server room and in there on the shelves, there's like, I don't even know. I probably have 40 double A's and a bunch of C's and a bunch of triple A's. And now I have whatever, 18, you know, 20 CR one, two threes. And I just like having batteries in stock. Yeah. And, uh, and I love this thing. It, it has three brightnesses. Uh, I think the way people show this is in their hand, but like you turn it on, you turn it on and it gets brighter still that yeah. show up. Right. And yeah, it's uh, very bright. Yeah. It's super bright. Like these flashlights nowadays are amazing. They're, they're uh, this little thing. Like it'll light up the side of a barn from 40 feet away. Like, yeah. you know, at a hillside it, it's, it's really cool. And when I bought it, uh, I read online, someone was like, it has to be 100 lumens. I think it's 120 some lumens. Um, and I thought, all right, yeah, yeah, bright, bright is really important. I use the lowest setting, the first one, the most. It seems like, okay, for example, yesterday, we were about to play uh, Zombies, and I wanted to get, I figured out a way to get my headset connected to both Skype and the Xbox at the same time. But I had to go on the server rack and like move some wires around, and it's a nightmare to work in there. So you turn on the flashlight and all of a sudden I can read every like little label. You know, you know, there's like a little, there's usually earphones or a mic to let you know like which one to plug it into. In the dark, that's tough for me. You turn on the yeah. flashlight, perfect. Um, and some of our rooms have remote controls for the ceiling fans, but the remote control will get like lost in a bed. So now you can't turn the light on until you find the, the remote for the <laughs> light in the dark in the sheet somewhere. Flashlight makes it easy. I use the flashlight constantly. If I go outside it's in the dark, we have dogs, which means that there are, there's poop in the yard. You know, some amount of poop is in the yard. And uh, you have flashlight, light your way, and you can watch your step. Uh, I use the flashlight every day. Um, I don't regret the buying choice at all. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you what my dad's, um, I, I do need a flashlight. Uh, but let me tell you what my dad's dog did. Um, he's got that, uh, what is it, Doberman Pinscher named Chopper. And uh, sometimes when they come home at night, Chopper doesn't want to get out of the truck. So dad will just leave him in the truck overnight. He'll sleep in there. Well, Chopper decided he wanted out of the truck. And the window was cracked like this much. So he bit the window 
and shattered it out and then just got out. So I went over there yesterday and uh, dad had a window repairman out there putting putting new windows in his truck. <laughs> the dog just bit the window and shattered it out. That's pretty badass. Never seen that before. No. Just, you could see because the windows were tinted previously. Mm -hmm. They still are kind of, but they're laying in the back of the truck. And you could see where he had bitten it and broken it and then just, I guess, laid the rest of it out of the out of the truck. So I guess he won't be spending the night in the truck anymore. I guess not. Stupid chopper. <laughs> <laughs> so how many dogs does your dad have now? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Three, four, five, six. Oh, damn. That's a lot of dogs. Yeah, yeah. All, well, I mean, all the dogs that get left there on that road, like abandoned, he takes them in. So it's a, it's an it's an ever fluctuating number. He's got one that he just took to the vet. It had a broken leg, and uh, I think it was six hundred fifty bucks to have the surgery and put a pin in the in the dog's leg. And then they, he gets the dog back, and the pin has backed out. So every time the dog moves its leg, it's cutting him internally. And so they're like, "Oh, sorry about that. That'll be six hundred fifty more dollars." And he's just like, "But I paid you to do the job, and and you and you didn't do it." Why is it another six fifty? So he was all bummed out about that yesterday. He's gonna have to. Did he have, have a like dog apocalypse a month ago? Like yeah, some, yeah, four died. Yeah, four. Yeah, he had yikes. a bunch, lots of dogs. He um, he's had as many as twelve or fourteen before. Are they out? They're all outdoor dogs, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a little like he's got a tiny like Jack, uh, Jack Russell Terrier type dog that like sleeps with him and like uh, like stays with him all the time. But the rest of those dogs are more like farm dogs. Most of them spend the night at the at the shop over in the farm. They just I wonder if the other dogs look at that terrier like the head of slave households back in the day. Oh, like, he's he he's in charge. Like like all the other dogs won't fuck with him. They they know not to mess with him. Even like Chopper the big uh, uh Doberman Pincher, like he could literally eat Rambo. But Rambo Rambo be sitting in my dad's lap and Chopper will come by and Rambo will just like bite his lip and like ah and like fuck him up, bite him really bad and Chopper will just go literally turn the other cheek he'll, just, <laughs> he'll look away he'll turn away and like face away from him so rambo can't get anything that that he can hurt anymore like he'll just take it damn it rambo i don't like rambo too much this is not a flattering story <laughs> he's a mean little fuck like like if you get too close to dad he'll come after you and try to bite you but he won't bite me because he, i guess he loves me too he's known me for 10 or 15 years however old that little fucker is mm -hmm. so like i'll come up and try to like like grab dad's shirt and like start shaking him and stuff and Rambo will be like, and like, but like gumming me, like he won't like commit. He'll just be like putting on a show for anybody who's watching. I guess he's like, he's like, ah, can anybody watch you roughing up the bar? I gotta defend, but just between me and you, I won't bite real hard. And he's just like, but he's fully like growling and snarling and spitting, but just gumming me. He's like, he's better than Dad's last dog, Hank. That dog would, he would, he really would bite me. He would draw blood on like a regular basis. He was so protective. All right. Well, I need to. I think you need to call it a show. Yeah, I guess so. You got yeah. places to be. I'm I do. So go do some stuff too. All right. Very good. Well, that was PKN episode sixty-eight. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah.